Welcome to the Maximus Podcast with your hosts, Joe Sabula and Bobby Maximus. This episode of the Maximus Podcast is sponsored by 10,000. Go to their website, 10,000.cc. Use the code Maximus15. Get yourself some shorts, some shirts, uh, some pants. They've got some overzips, uh, beautiful stuff that Joe and I have started wearing recently. uh, And we've acquired you guys a code. So Maximus15. And then the website is 10,000.cc. The .cc thing always throws me. Well, I think that the 10,000, it's the word 10,000, not the number. Yeah, the the word 10,000 too. So T-E-N-T-H-O-U-S-A-N-D dot C-C. If you just Google 10,000, you can find it. Uh, And use the code Maximus15. Get yourself a discount. Next, Lalo Tactical, www.lalo.com. Go there for workout shoes. You're going to buy the Maximus. Uh, I'm not going to promote any other product from now on. You shall <laughs> like the podcast and like supporting us. Keep us in business by buying the Maximus shoe. Use the code Maximus20. Uh, I feel that was a pretty good, straightforward, blatant way of advertising, Joe. Yeah, I think that was fair. You're getting good That's, at this after, what are we on, 66 episodes. Yeah, but you know what? Might as well just be, and, and this is going to lend itself to the podcast, might as well just be authentic and try to sell some stuff. I, I see where you're going with this. Right, like, yeah. I'm not I'm not trying yeah. to trick anybody. Yeah. Like, it's very clear if we have a code, there's some way we're making money off this, and this allows us to do this podcast. So if yeah. you like it, support. And by the way, if it goes away, the podcast don't complain if you didn't buy anything yeah yeah <laughs> that's yeah, not a threat like, by no. the way <laughs> not a threat, just like I, I, there's two ways we can go about this folks we can either have sponsors and have codes and like try to get some money that way or you could just all send us a bunch of money and then we'll just do this for free and we don't yeah, have sponsors i'm fine with that too but there's yeah. there's uh the first principle of economics joe i learned this from uh amru awashe uh he was a guy i wrestled with and it's actually i stole this from him when he was in ivy business school i don't know who he stole it from there but there's no such thing as a free lunch. That's right. It's it's like the, the first principle. It's like when they say, oh, if you buy a TV, we'll get one free. No, you're just buying two TVs for a certain cost. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty simple. Uh, with that note, we are going to talk about image today. Oh. And it's something that came up organically last night before we recorded because we were talking about clothing choices. Yeah. Yeah. And And what it came down to is – should we be judged by the clothes we wear? Not not should we be judged, I guess, but are we judged? Well, I would even say like how we're judged. I, I don't think it's a question of if you're judged. Of course it is. I mean, how you how you look to the outside world has it says a lot about you as a person, whether you intend that or not. Yeah, and, and maybe it's not fair. Maybe you think people should judge you for your inner beauty or your thoughts, but mm-hmm. the first time somebody sees you, they can't read your mind. Right. They don't know what your thoughts are. They can't. You can't judge you on your hopes and beliefs and dreams and aspirations. Yeah, You're getting yeah. judged head to toe on how you look or what you present, right? Yeah. And so there's areas I think that people neglect when it comes to image. And I think this would be a real talk for a lot of fitness professionals out there too. No, it's, um, such a, it's such an important component in being successful in this industry. Yeah, and a lot of people underestimate it. Like, well, people should value me for my mind. Well, that's great. But mm-hmm. again, nobody knows how smart you are. Yeah, you can't and see I, that on the surface. When, when, you're, when you're flipping through Instagram and you're thinking about hiring a coach, you can't see how smart somebody is. Yeah, or if you approach somebody at the gym and talk to them. Yeah. You're, so you're on the floor at your gym at Lifetime. Mm-hmm. And somebody approaches you. Do you have a flashing sign on your forehead that says – 
I have these certifications. No, <laughs> no. They're, they're approaching you and you, you highly certified last count. I think you're at 108. <laughs> it's okay. not, I just don't laugh. It's not far off of that, <laughs> but it may, it might be 97, but th- that's not evident. Someone's yeah. not in your office where you have all these things hanging on the wall. They're looking at what your arms look like, what your legs look like, what your shoes look like, what your outfit looks like. It says something about you. Yeah, yeah. We were we were talking uh, to give you guys a little bit of a background. Uh, we were talking about workout clothes, and we were talking about wearing baggy workout clothes versus wearing more fitted stuff. Mm-hmm. And I've been guilty in the past of wearing really baggy workout clothes. Well, actually, let's be serious. I rarely wear shirts. I don't wear workout clothes at all. <laughs> Just shorts. When we're talking about shorts or when we're talking about pants or hoodies or, or different things like that, I'm generally the guy when I wear that stuff, I wear triple XL and everything's baggy. Like I, I'm, I'm just, you know, supreme comfort, if you will. And Joe, mm-hmm. you're kind of in that same, uh, that, that same vein, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it's, you know, it's utilitarian, right? Like I'm going to the gym to work out. I don't want my clothes to be an issue. You know, so no. so you do what most people do when they start working out. They throw on a ratty T-shirt and an old pair of, you know, champion shorts and then they hit the gym. Yeah. And that's and that's great. Except if you're trying to sell personal training, is mm-hmm. that really the look that you want to present? If you're trying to get sponsorships, for example, you're a you're a you're a fitness person that wants to be. I hate the words ambassador, influencer, partner, <laughs> a whole host of whatever they are. But if you're trying to straight up get a sponsorship, do you think somebody's going to offer a sponsorship if you got four-year-old ratty shorts on and an ugly t-shirt? Yeah. It's just probably it's probably not going to work. And Joe, I'm actually on the other side of things where I'm like, well, people should like me for my authentic self. Yeah, except your authentic self doesn't sell anything. Well, and I mean, even even if you got to put yourself in the in the shoes of the brand, right? So let's say you are a clothing line. Let's say you are, I don't know, a makeup line or whatever. And, and you're flipping through social media and you're seeing people. You're trying to imagine what these people would look like in your product, right? You're trying to imagine like you're, the image you're trying to sell. You're looking for people who already fit that to a certain degree. And so if somebody's out there and they're just wearing ratty clothes and their hair is not done up and they don't look, you know, uh, uh, kept up. They don't look like they put some effort into it. Even just subconsciously, they're just going to scroll past because it's going to be really hard for them to see the potential that you have. Well, and if you're if you're representing these other brands poorly, why would you represent their brand well? Yeah, yeah. If you're not taking care of your stuff and you look bad, why would you look good in their stuff? Mm-hmm. But the whole thing was – if you're trying to do a business, Joe, and you're every time you're on the floor at work, whether it's work time or not, are you working? I mean, yeah. <laughs> now, now, next question: Are you trying to get into the fitness influencer game, if you will? Yeah, I mean, who isn't right? If you're in it, you're in it. Do you, do you want to get paid for wearing brands? Yeah. Do you want to monetize off codes off a podcast? Yeah. Do you want to get paid to do what you love? Yeah. Then every time you post, are you working? Yeah. Every time you do Irish dance and you put up a video on the internet, are you working? Yeah. Every time you're hanging out with JoJo at the park and you decide to snap a pic and put it on your Instagram stories, are you working? Yes. So if I was you, I would pay attention to image. And this is what – this is what people don't get. Yeah. Like you, 
you could be handed, by the way, you may be sitting at home thinking this does not apply to me because I don't give a shit about Instagram or Facebook, but you could be at the farmer's market on a Sunday and you can meet somebody that's high up in a company that you want to work for. Yeah, you never know. You honestly they never know. Don't think that they're not judging you based on how you look, how you speak, or whatever bumper sticker you have on your car. Yeah. I mean, right? think think about to, to the extreme, right? Like this this happens in uh, in media positions all the time where, where somebody will be offered a really high-level job and then have it rescinded because of something they tweeted 10 years ago, right? So – now, now you you show up at a at a job interview and and maybe you did put on a suit and a tie, but as you drive away, the boss sees a bumper sticker that he disagrees with. You know, it's the wrong political party. It's uh, it's the wrong, what have you. So right. I'm not I'm I'm not going to get into the politics, Joe. But no, I have a no, but I mean, like all it like those little things, they're they're easy to spot. But I think yep. in, in this in the same vein, like if you're posting a bunch of pictures of you. Uh, on your on your Instagram, and you look good, and you look jacked, and you look all right, and then you post a picture of something really off or really controversial, like that can make or break you. And like I said, that's an extreme example of that, um, of like one little thing that changes the the overall picture. But I think it, it that concept applies to if you're trying to present yourself as a professional. But then you go to your Facebook page and it's all pictures of you drinking with your buddies. Even if 90% of the time you're a professional, that's the image that's out there. Well, and, and that image, Joe, it's really funny that you say that because someone made a comment on my Instagram that all I eat is Doritos. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're not wrong, but you know they're, they're kind of wrong. I post about Doritos once a week. Yeah, yeah. Do I eat Doritos every day, every minute of every day, or do I eat it every week? The image is if you've seen Doritos more than once on my feed, you think I eat Doritos every day. Mm -hmm. Whether that's true or not, that's the image I'm presenting, right? Yeah. If I if I put uh, – and, and I should actually open up my Instagram right now, but I'm going to look how many food posts I have. So I have pancakes and then steak and then pancakes – and then a burger, and then chicken. And this goes back to February 8th. Have I only eaten six meals since February 8th? <laughs> I was going to say, you, you eat a pretty well-rounded diet. I, I approve. But people, people think 100% <laughs> of my diet is pancakes and steak. Yeah. yeah. Just, th that's the image I present. Now, what I was going to ask you, though, about uh, a little experiment, because I don't want to get into politics – do you think there would be a reaction on my Instagram tomorrow if I put a picture of me in a mega hat? Mm -hmm. There'd be one, right? Yeah. What if What if I put a picture of me in a Bernie Sanders hat and a Bernie Sanders t-shirt? <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if you're laughing because you don't like Bernie Sanders or you like him, but I feel I feel like there'd be a reaction. There was actually a thing of this the other day, Joe. Have you ever heard of Garth Brooks? Yeah, of course. He's a country guy. He sings the the Thunder Road or whatever that song is called. <laughs> what is it called? Thunder Road. I got friends in low places. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> anyway, he he was playing a concert and he had a Barry Sanders jersey on. Yeah, I saw that. Rock. Yeah, and people were freaking out because he thought he was wearing a Bernie Sanders jersey. <laughs> so 
like, oh my god. But this is this is this was a big topic of conversation. Here this dude is, and he's like a Detroit Lions fan, and he was wearing his favorite Bernie Sanders jersey. Now, I'm even getting confused. His favorite Barry Sanders jersey because he was in Michigan or Detroit or wherever he was, or Barry Sanders' his hometown. And everyone freaked out because it's like, oh, he supports Bernie Sanders. Yeah, yeah. If you if you don't think image matters, just look at that. That's ridiculous. Like what he just picked a random Detroit Lions jersey and got Bernie Sanders' name put on the back. It's comedy to me. It is. You know? But but it 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 lends itself to that thing. If you are at the farmers market on Sunday, if you're at dinner with your friends, if you are just out casually talking what comes out of your mouth or what you're wearing or what bumper sticker you have or hell, even the level of your physical fitness, people are going to judge you. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I think I think where the first thing starts is appearance is everything. Mm-hmm. Whether you want to think it or not, we all judge a book by a cover and don't think that you don't. The minute you see somebody, you are forming what are called prejudices. Mm-hmm. And by the way, prejudice isn't always a bad thing. It's – I think it's a bad thing if you use it in the wrong way. But there are prejudice. Prejudices are around for a reason because they're supposed to be built in protective psychological measures. Well, and I think it's impossible to avoid it to be honest with you. Yes. You know, even if you're very aware of your own prejudices and you're open, like you're still forming judgments about things that you that you see and feel, you know, when when somebody walks up and they're wearing a red hat with like white letters on it, like you kind of are assuming it's a MAGA hat, even if it turns out that's not what it says. But you start applying that image to that thing. And the person is is kind of they, they, they have to overcome that if they want to change your mind. But that's the other thing is they, they have to want to change your mind. Some people are doing that on purpose. Well, you, you've worked with Tony Blauer. Yeah. He's the, he's the guy that we have a ton of respect for. And I don't know if he uh, refers to it as prejudice, but you see a person walking down the street holding a baseball bat. Mm-hmm. What, I'm assuming you're going to have some kind of prejudice there or you're going to think some thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. is your reaction – let me ask you a question, Joe. Is your reaction different if that person's wearing cleats and a baseball outfit? <laughs> Or yes, yes. You, know, you know what this reminds me of? Do you remember this what? was this was a few years back when like scary clowns started climbing out of the woods? <laughs> Do you remember reading about this at all? It was like down south. This was okay. like a big thing. Like guys would dress up as like creepy clowns and then just like walk around town at night. Yeah, I saw a documentary on this recently. There's like a clown. He lives in the sewers. Filmed <laughs> like- in real time. Uh, but no, this was like a real deal. Like people were like afraid to go out on the streets at night because there were these scary clowns out there. And, and I mean, it's not like they were really doing anything illegal. They were just wearing like a scary mask and a clown outfit. But the, it plays right into that. Like, well, nobody's walking around dressed like that who's up to anything good. So back back to the baseball example. A dude's walking up your driveway in a baseball outfit. He's got an Alex Rodriguez jersey, the Yankees pants, the cleats, the bat. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? He's probably a lost baseball player. Okay. What if he's walking up to your door with a baseball bat and a balaclava? For those <laughs> who don't know, a balaclava is like a like a hoodlum mask. Like a, <laughs> you know, even, when, when, a, when a guy robs a bank and they put the, the ski mask on. <laughs> so, so listen to this. I'm at, I'm at the Maverick. You know the Maverick across from my gym? Yeah. 
just the other morning, it was like six in the morning, and I watched a dude in his truck put on a balaclava, and I'm like, <laughs> holy shit, it's about to go down. I was like, uh, you know, I mean, for real, Joe, that was my first yeah. thought. Like, yeah. I was, I pictured myself as a police officer again, and I was reaching for my gun, and maybe the dude <laughs> was just cold, but I'm like, why the hell is this guy putting on this mask for? You know what I mean? Like, I better go get in my truck and safety. Get the hell out here. I'm gone. But that's a real thing. Why the hell is that person wearing that? And so there is, I think, that judgment that you're going to make. Yeah. And so there's a context thing. But when it comes to appearance, I think the key, if you want to have a good image, especially in the fitness industry, is you have to look good. Yeah. And we talked about this a little bit before, too. But there's, there's a difference between looking good and actually being good. And it's not immediately apparent because a lot of people who look really good aren't actually that fit. True. And, and meanwhile, there are some people that you're like, eh, I don't know if they're that fit, are probably really good athletes. And so it's not just the appearance per se, right? Like it, the, the whole image is more than just what the eyes can see. I would say this, though. That not everybody that looks good is fit. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the same time, if you don't do any fitness stuff, you'll probably never look good. Right. Is that fair? Yeah. Um, and I feel that fitness is also a relative term. Like, for example, we were talking about Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. Um, if you If you follow her on Instagram and watch her stories, as far as I can tell, she's on one of those step mills 24 hours a day. Right, yeah. She's always posting about one. And I'm like, wow, this girl's like stepping stairs. I don't know if Kim Kardashian can do 100 burpees for time. Yeah. I don't know if she can bench press her body weight for 10. I don't know if she's got a double body weight deadlift. But if you told me to have a step mill race against her right now, I'm, I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's fair. You know like if she's if she's really on this that much, if she's on this thing an hour to two hour a day. Do you want to like try your luck against somebody who's on a step mill two hours a day? <laughs> well, this is the other thing. Like people people just assume it's all plastic, it's all surgery. There was no effort made, right? But it's like it's clear that, that she's putting some effort in. Well, and, and our friend Ashley Borden, she said this to me the other day, and it was actually like I thought it was brilliant, Joe. It's like not all rich people are fit. Yeah. Not all rich people look good. Like the the gut response is to say, oh, well, it's easy to look that way when you have money. Right. Yeah. Does Oprah look like that? Mm-hmm. Does Rosie O'Donnell look like that? You mentioned him earlier. Does Chris Farley look like that? Yeah. Yeah. Not a, I mean, he, he died, God rest his soul. But like when he was alive, he didn't look like that. So apparently money isn't the only thing you need to look good. Um, this came out at the Super Bowl with J-Lo and Shakira. Yeah. Yeah. A 50-year-old and a 40-year-old on stage looking like they're 19. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, well, they only look that way because of plastic surgery. Really? Then why doesn't everybody in the entertainment industry look like that? Right. Yeah. Why Aging James- would be like not even a thing. Yeah. Why doesn't Jim James Corden look like that? Yeah. Why doesn't Jay Leno look like that? Why doesn't – I mean Conan O'Brien look like that? There's a whole host of people that you can name that don't look fit that have the same advantages – that these other people do, mm-hmm. right? So I think that if you're going to have a good image, being fit, being fit's a wrong term. Looking good is yeah. important. 
Well, you said before, like fitness is a relative term, but I think looking good is a relative term. Chris Farley is a perfect example of this. I'm not going to hire that guy to be my diet coach. You know what I mean? I might not even hire him to be on the board of directors for my business. But if I need a comedian, I will hire him because his image fits like a very particular thing. Okay. Now, let me let me ask you a question because we're talking about fitness a little bit, but let's talk about uh, corporate executives. Yeah. Would you rather have a corporate executive working for you? Imagine the Maximus podcast became the biggest podcast on the planet. It already is. Thank you. <laughs> Multi, we got Joe Rogan numbers, by the way. That's actually not true, but if you want to help us out. And, well, and, he's, he, I, I will tell you, we do have Joe Rogan numbers. It's just he has more of them than we do. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, my, my question is, Joe, we're a multi, multi, multi-million dollar organization right, right now. We have sponsorships, we have sales meetings, we have employees, and we can hire two candidates who on paper look about the same. Mm-hmm. They they both went to Harvard Business School or Ivy Business School or, or Wharton or one of these places, these fancy kids go to these places, and, and we can hire one. And then one person is grossly unfit and the other person takes care of themselves. Who you hire? Given that our brand is very fitness oriented, okay. we, we have to go with the guy who looks the part. Okay, but say our brand isn't fitness oriented. Do you want somebody that appears healthy, that's going to take less sick days, that seems like they're less stressed? I mean, I think that's important. Yeah, yeah. If we're looking at paying out medical benefits for people, who do you want to pay medical benefits for? Yeah, wasn't, the, there was a what was the uh, the the fitness assessment they did in uh, Reno a few years back? Uh, Rob Wolf was involved in that, um, but the the idea was they took all the the city employees. And put them on, like they gave them access to a nutritionist, they gave them access to a workout program, and like after, at the end of the assessment period, whatever it was, a year or two years, like it saved the the city millions because mm-hmm. so many of their employees were taking less sick days, less medications, the health insurance you know payouts weren't as big, the work comp claims went down, and it was just because the people had a reason to take care of themselves. It was basically yep. being provided for free for them. For, for participating Great. in the study. So, I mean, I look at that as like, okay, that's big scale thing, but even small scale. If I'm a small business, like I can't afford to have a guy who's, you know, out sick all the time. You're absolutely right. I want to, yeah. I want somebody who's going to be resilient. You know, I want somebody who's going to show up and somebody's going to be vibrant. So if, if I can't be in a meeting and I got to send a proxy, I got to send somebody to speak for me. I don't want it to be coming out of the wrong mouth. Well, and there's this whole thing that you're terrible if you fat shame somebody. Joe, who was it? Uh, I think it was Jillian Michaels said some – it was perceived as negative stuff against Lizzo. Do you know who Lizzo is? Yeah. OK. So if you guys don't know who she is, Google her. But she is a, a, a plus-sized rapper. Um, mm-hmm. That sounds horrible the way I said that. Um, <laughs> there's, there's no easy way to say it, honestly. She's a, She's a big girl. gal. She's not she's not small. And Jillian Michaels came out with this thing and she goes, I don't think we should be celebrating her like great that she loves herself. Great that she Mm -hmm. doesn't the fact that she's overweight, hold her back and she's filled with self-love and she doesn't have a low self-esteem. But are we talking about like are we even talking about diabetes? Heart disease. The other things that are going to happen, like we shouldn't be celebrating people that are overweight. Yeah. We shouldn't be putting them down, but why are we celebrating that? And I guess the point that I'm getting at, Joe, is I try to be not judgmental, but have you ever been around somebody that you look at and you're like, you're going to have diabetes in two years? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
ever been around somebody that you look at and you're like, you're a heart attack waiting to happen? Yeah. Have you ever been around somebody that you're looking at and you look at their skin and they're bloated and they're blotchy and they're stressed and you're like, you're like one life event away from collapse? Yeah. Try being a a prison guard. (laughs) Yeah. Why would you want that person in charge of your whole organization? Yeah. That doesn't make sense to me. So you're going to get judged. And I think that basis comes from sleeping eight hours a night, trying to stay stress-free, having good nutrition and being fit. Uh, I, I think it was Jeff Bezos that, that re, someone has brought this up to me multiple times. So I can't believe I can't remember the name, but I think it's Jeff Bezos from Amazon was saying he makes himself get eight hours sleep a night. And the reason was is because he has to make big decisions. Do you remember that at all? I, I hadn't heard that, but I agree with that sentiment. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, for sure. I'm Googling it right now. This is the magic of having the internet. That unlike the old days where you'd have to like do some research, <laughs> you'd have to yeah. actually prepare for these kinds of conversations. Eight. Oh, here we go. It actually comes up on Google. Yeah, Jeff Bezos on why eight hours of sleep is important when making decisions. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. So make sure I'll read you the thing here. Jeff Bezos said Thursday, this is a lot lot of Thursdays ago, that he made sure to get eight hours of sleep every night explaining that he didn't want to risk making poor executive decisions because he's tired or grouchy. Yeah. He also said he would take on mentally challenged discussions and decisions only before lunch, even if it meant leaving them for the next morning. Hmm. That's pretty incredible. And I mean, that, that's somebody who recognizes how the, the physiological state can affect the psychological state, right? So now cue all the people to say, well, I'm good with four hours sleep. I can do it. That's not true. You can be super successful. Joe, can you remind me how much money Jeff Bezos is worth? Just in case you want to – More dis- than the church. <laughs> just, just in case – you want to dispute this fact. The last I checked, Amazon was worth like $19 trillion. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, my my, my point there is he sees some value in that. Mm-hmm. Do you think he wants to hire an executive that's fat, out of shape? Or, or that just doesn't even understand the importance of that, right? Like if, yeah, if, exactly. he, if he hires a, even an executive assistant who's just like harping on him to like get up earlier and, and, and to do things a different way, like it's just not going to fit. Or he doesn't trust himself to make a good decision on six hours sleep. Why the hell is he going to trust you yeah, on six point. hours sleep? Yeah. Like he's going to be like, Joe, you're doing this all wrong. You are fired. Like I would make sure if I was working for him, I would have a sleep log. Yeah. So if he was like, how much did you sleep last night? I would get my little whoop strap or whatever it was. <laughs> I'd show him, look, man, I got 10 hours. I'm good. I'm on the Jeff Bezos train, sir. <laughs> Agreed? Yeah, 100%. So so you brought up another interesting point that some of this isn't even that you necessarily how you look. It's the image of you value fitness. You value sleep. You value these things that are important. And by the way, when it comes to fitness, do you want to take nutrition advice from someone that's overweight? Yeah, that's that's like a constant, constant joke in this industry is nutritionists who are grossly overweight. Yep. Do you want to take fitness advice from someone that does not look fit? No. You want to get from somebody that looks fit. Now, beyond fitness are some other things that I play a part in this, Joe. The brands that you wear, does that say something about your image? Yes, it does. 
Okay, so do you look at me different if I'm wearing Lululemon shorts or 10,000 shorts? Yes, I do. <laughs> Damn straight. I, I'm because one is very uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's pretty boy and a, an appropriate. Yeah. yeah, it is. Soft. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I mean, there, there's there's some type of thing there. Whereas 10,000, if you look at the branding, it, it looks like it's men's men kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. People that work out, people that like getting their hands dirty, but yet. It's refined and it's nice and it's classy. Yeah. So there, it, there's yeah, it's not there. it's not ratty old t shirt and gym shorts. Like it's it's gym clothes for men. And I I've said this for ages, Bobby, of like the, the, the fitness industry has given so many more options to women when it comes to like leggings and tops and everything else that you can wear to the gym for every different purpose. And all men have ever had access to is like ratty shorts and ratty t shirts. You know, you either gotta dress like a like a power lifter where you're just like whatever fits in the suit, you know what I mean? Like that that's it. That it, it's always gym class for men. And trying to get nice clothes like you end up having to buy from a company where the image is like it's it's not for you, you know? It's like a tag along. And that's that's what I feel and 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 I'm not knocking on Lululemon. Honestly, their their stuff is fantastic. Uh I have some Lulu shorts that I really like. I think they the the company is is really interesting and cool. Um, but the image is women's clothing. And so I don't yeah. want to buy men's clothing from the women's clothing store. You know what nope. I mean? Like that, that, that's there, there is a little thing for me to get nope. over. I'll tell you something funny. This is actually, this is actually happened. They opened up a men's only store in New York hmm. and it failed. I bombed bet. terribly. Women would not go into the men's Lululemon store to buy their husband clothing. Yeah. Because they want their men to be men. They would buy it if it just happened to be there. Mm-hmm. But they wouldn't make a special trip. And Lululemon will admit they've had a problem with their branding for that reason. Yeah. Now, you look at something like 10,000. I, I think 10,000 is a better quality, by the way. I, oh, I agree. Uh, now, now that I have it, I absolutely agree. It's, it's really nice stuff. But it's also really nice stuff that's made – it's got a men's brand to it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like I like when I look down their feed, it's guys that look like me. It's people that work out. It's people that look like they're willing to go the extra mile. It's people that look like they know something about sacrifice. Yeah. I feel a lot better wearing my 10,000 stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that that brand image – and by the way, that can extend to many different things. Shoes. Have you ever felt like you're going to be better at basketball? Actually, there's one shoe – that is guaranteed to make you better at basketball. And I'm, it is not the Maximus, Joe. I'm not trying to sell anything here. I knew this was coming, though. I knew right where you were going with this. You, if you want to be better at basketball, what is the only shoe that you can wear? The Air Jordan. The Air Jordan. There was actually a documentary made about this about a little kid. It was called Be Like Mike. And he he puts on the, 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 the Jordan shoes and he becomes better than Jordan and plays in the NBA. Um, I think the dude's name was Little Bow Wow. I think uh, I can't remember what the, what the dude's name. But I saw it in eighty. It was a documentary, but it was like a real thing that happens. And I saw this with my little uh, with Beanzo when he was six. I got him a pair of Air Jordans, and he really believed like he was ready to ball yeah. out. He was going to be dunking on fools like in Space Jam. <laughs> it means it doesn't. It doesn't like it doesn't work like that. You're six. You're not going to dunk. Yeah. But do you know what I mean? You don't wear Puma. Right. You don't wear like. 
New Balance is trying to rebrand into basketball. Mm-hmm. It's not rebrand. They're trying to get a basketball thing. They went and hired Kawhi Leonard, one of the best basketball yeah. players in the NBA. But you still don't want New Balance. You want Jordans. Yeah. Because he's the GOAT. Like it's just what you do. So what what the brands you wear or the brands you follow, you're going to get judged a certain way. Yeah, yeah. If you see me roll up, Joe, in Gucci loafers and and Gucci workout pants and a Chanel sweater, are you going to say something to me? Uh, I would because I know you. <laughs> hey, hey, Bobby, what's going on with the outfit? Like there's there's a thing that's going to happen there. So the brands you wear, there, there's going to be a thing there. The food you eat, there's going to be a judgment made. Yeah. We talked about this really the last two podcasts too. Um, people really will judge people on the the nutrition that they follow. Yep. You know, absolutely. It, if you're a vegan, you only really relate to other vegans. If you're a carnivore, you only relate to other carnivores. And there's a gulf between the two. Yep. Um, I I actually, I mean, sorry, I'm I'm thinking about the brand thing again. I actually left a brand because I didn't like their image. Yeah. I was associated with Roan three years ago, four years ago now. I don't even remember. Yeah. But I left them because they were going too much the pretty boy road. Yeah, I was going to say a pretty boy. Like I feel like they became a cheap imitation of Lululemon. Yeah. And Lululemon stuff is better, by the way. Yeah. But I feel like they came they, – they were just like, well, the branding is just the same. I actually, Joe, I have a ton of stuff in my closet with tags on it from Roan. And I refuse to wear it because I don't want to be seen as one of those people. Right. Yeah. And I'm smarter than that, Joe. I know. Like, I know, I know that, it, that if I put on a shirt, it's not going to make me a different person. I just can't bring myself to do it. Just like I, I, I just like I wouldn't wear uh, a Gucci sweater either. Yeah. Like that's not who I am. But so, yeah. And the food I eat, by the way depending on the politics of of where somebody's at i had a real hard time eating chick-fil-a when i came to the united states Mm -hmm. because i feel kind of um that some of their values don't align with me well that was uh that was one of the jokes on uh on the show that luke gilden is in uh the good place yep and they were talking about how every decision you make on earth has repercussions and, yep. and and they're like, yeah, there's like a there's this really really good chicken sandwich, but if you eat it, you hate gay people. And they're all like, yeah, but it's such a good sandwich. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I'm like, can I possibly eat this stuff? Like, this makes me feel kind of weird. So the food you eat, and by the way, Chick Fil A's backed off on some of their stuff. But, yeah, they have. But yeah. I guess I guess what I'm saying is is like, if someone had a really staunch, there are people who refuse to stay at the Trump Casino yeah. Hotel. Because of what's coming out now. Yeah. It just won't support it. So does that affect their business positively or negatively? Um, the pics you like on Instagram, mm-hmm. does that affect your image? Absolutely. Like if you're liking pictures of naked women all the time, well, I'm going to judge you a certain way. Yeah, yeah. Music you listen to. The TV shows you like. All of this lends itself. And you can say you shouldn't judge other people. But people are judgmental. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of what happens. And in this information age, Joe, you'd mentioned it going back 10 years. If you said something negative on Twitter, Instagram or Facebook, everything you do is in view right now. Yeah, it really is. And and, yeah. and 
not just under like conscious view, but even like, uh, 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 what am I looking for here? Um, artificial intelligence, Yep. right? Everything you do online is tracked, whether you think it is or not, whether so, you have a blocker on your browser or you don't, there are bots out there who are trying to figure out what products to put in front of your so, eyes, like so, what you're likely to do, trying to predict your behavior based on your interactions. Oddly enough, guess whose ads I see more than anybody's now. Go on. 10,000. Yeah, weird, huh? I, I actually don't mind that, though. I no, love see, and, and I've always said I'm not worried about being tracked by bots on the Internet because they can be right. They can be wrong. But I will tell you that if if, you know, I w- based on my search history, if I have that activated, I do see ads that I might actually click on. It's the weirdest thing. You know, like I'm in the market for a, a, a new barbell. And I'm searching around for new barbells and all of a sudden I'm getting presented with really good deals on them. I might actually click on those. Yeah, I, I might too. I'm not against it. But it's kind of funny how I uh, I, I put up a story a, a bit ago and I was like, hey, I, I really want to check out this 10,000 brand. I love their branding. I've been looking for good stuff and it's the only – like it looks like really nice stuff, but it's a, it's a, it's the only brand image I identify with. I don't identify with Roan at all. I don't identify with Lululemon. I want to check this stuff out. And then all of a sudden their ads started popping up. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like in one of my stories where I was talking in the sauna, I mentioned it and it's like now got me dialed. Yeah. Yeah. The NSA or whoever is listening. Trust me. (laughs) Um, I'm like, okay. okay. And and you know what? I liked it because I saw the ad. I got some stuff. I feel great about it now. And now I'm like, it's like my whole outfit I'm wearing right now. I love it. But I don't, I don't mind that Joe. Right. If I start clicking on this stuff, if I start tagging it, if I start wearing this stuff, my image is tied to theirs. Yeah. Yeah. So here's how this works. You wear your 10,000 shorts today and you work out and you tag them. Someone's going to click on 10,000 and go look at their feed. Mm-hmm. If is their feed representative of what Joe Sabula does? I'm going to say yes. Mm-hmm. If if you were wearing Lululemon and tagged them, I would go to Lululemon's feed and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to follow Joe. <laughs> and it's like, like it's just, it's just. I'm like, you're not a guy that works hard. Yeah, yeah. You know the kind of people that I see wear Lululemon, and they're not hardworking people, Joe. Not lot, what I consider hard in the gym. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's fair, and, and whether it's wrong or right, I'm not saying you're that person, but that's the image that I have. So people are judgmental. Get used to it. Um, your political or social views, it may, it may get you some sales. But it may disqualify you from sales too. Again, back to the MAGA hat. You're going to get a lot of people that are going to boycott you. I'm going to argue you're also going to get a lot of people that support you. Mm-hmm. Do well, you know that's like the whole trick to politics in America, right? Is to try to find the the majority group. However, you do that, you, you're trying to get all those votes. You might have to just turn off thirty or forty or heck even fifty percent of the voters. And yep. that's all right. I'm not after them. I'm after enough to win my, my job, you know? Yeah, and that's it. it it's, it's pretty simple, right? Um, what about swearing? Have you thought about that one? I mean, yeah. Like if you're the kind of person who just drops F-bombs all the time, like that's going to limit your, your hey. corporate applications. You know, you know I had a company ask me to change my slogan to every darn day. <laughs> Joe, this was a real face-to-face. I feel it, yeah. You, you know, I feel that you got, you should say every darn day. You know what my answer was to that? And I quote, fuck no. <laughs> the person was, was, 
they were shaken a little bit. They didn't understand what I – so I said, let me speak to you in language y'all will understand. Flip no. Fark no. <laughs> fudge. Fudge no. Does that work better for you? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But here's the deal. For every company that doesn't want to work with me because I swear, there will be 10 companies that want to work with me because I do swear. Yeah, well, and I think that's part of the thing too because do you want to work with a company that judges you on whether or not you're swearing? You well, know, so that I, it starts like filtering the brands for you. Yep, and and that's fine. I'm not I'm not saying they don't have a right to be judgmental. Yeah, it's just I've got to be aware that if I'm going to drop some f bombs on my Instagram, it may disqualify me from work. Yeah, it may it may get me some work, but it may disqualify me from work. So, I guess the question is there: is is it's great to be authentic, but are you okay with being the cost? Yeah, not being. Paying the cost of being authentic. Well, I think that's the, the kind of the wrapping up point on this. Like, OK, so you understand how important all of this stuff is. You understand how how it's it's perceived and construed and and, you know, that your your behavior has repercussions. So the question is, how do you start, I guess, dialing in your image? How do you start determining what kinds of things to post, what kinds of things to avoid doing? Where does that process begin? Well, I I think, Joe, it depends on, A, are you okay being judged? Mm-hmm. And what are the potential repercussions of being judged? I think that I, I'm going to pause you right there because I think that's a super, super huge thing, right? Because you will never be authentic if you're worried about being judged. And what you'll end up being is very bland. Tr- true. But I was I was thinking actually on that note, Joe – I was thinking even away from like branding or influencing or anything like that. Like, I don't know what the example is, but fine, you hate black people. Fine, you hate gay people. Fine, you hate Catholics. Fine, you hate Jewish people. Whatever your beliefs are. I don't believe any of that shit myself, but whatever your beliefs are, if you post that on your Instagram, you'd better be prepared to lose your damn job. Yeah. Yeah. And don't cry to me when you lose your job. Yes, this whole freedom of speech thing blows me away, Joe. <laughs> People do yeah. not understand what freedom of speech means. <laughs> you have the right to say whatever you want. You know what else? I have the right to fire you. Yeah. I have the right to not agree with it. I have the right to not want you to be a part of my company. Yeah. But it doesn't – then you feel offended. Mm-hmm. Well, I shouldn't be getting in trouble because I said this five years ago. Maybe you should have posted that. Maybe you should own it, Joe. Yeah. So my my whole thing is just understand if you're going to be our authentic self and not care about image, you might be paying a cost for that. And the cost might be pretty steep. Yeah. It might not be it might not be inconsequential. So go post your views on religion, Joe. Mm-hmm. Really can't get mad when a sponsor drops us. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I, I think that's how I would deal with it with business. If I went on some homophobic rant and we lost sponsors on the podcast, who are you mad at? The sponsors or me? Well, yeah. <laughs> like, Bobby, you know better. Like, fine, you have these views behind closed doors, which I don't, by the way, but you have these views behind closed doors. Keep it behind closed doors. You cost me real money and real income right now. What, 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 if, I, what if I give you the defense? Well, Joe, I'm just being my authentic self. 
Yeah, well, well, your authentic self is not a sellable commodity any longer, and we will be moving on to other candidates. Actually, Joe, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a show up in 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 the in the Minnesota, and I'm going to punch your authentic self in his face. <laughs> you, just, you just took X amount of dollars out of my pocket, like that. that I'm going to be authentic for a minute. Yeah, you know. So so there's there's that. So there's a cost. Um, the biggest the biggest thing that I always tell people to wrap up with is Joe. Would you pose nude? How much are you paying me? Hundred bucks. No. Ten million. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Everyone can see me at that point. <laughs> right? Like, I mean, be prepared for like what are you willing to do? Well, that isn't that really what the debate is? You know, if I got a hundred extra dollars in my account, that's not gonna like fire me up to deal with the haters. I got ten million in my account and I'm gonna say you're just pissed you didn't get the opportunity. Oh, I'll tell you a funny story. Uh, th- there was a girl we knew in, in university who actually posed for Playboy. Mm-hmm. And she was horrified that she couldn't get a job teaching because she was in Playboy. Right. And then in the next sentence said, I would never let somebody that was in Playboy teach my kids. Mm-hmm. What? What the fuck? What did you just say? <laughs> what, what do you mean? So wait, 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 wait. You're pissed that you can't get a job because you were in Playboy. But you wouldn't hire somebody that was in Playboy or you wouldn't want them to teach your kids. Maybe you should have thought of that before you post naked in the magazine. Right. And again, I'm not saying it's fair. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying you're a bad person if you've done that, Joe. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying any of those things. But you better know some of the parents are going to judge. Well, I think before you start, you know – doing things, <laughs> doing anything before you ever leave your house as an adult, maybe you need to think about what, what are your beliefs? And this really harkens back to our core values thing for me, right? Because what I post and what I talk about, it, it's all influenced by that. And if you're, if you don't have that clearly defined, you're just all over the map. And so it's going to be hard for you to find brands that you align with or for yep. brands that would like you to align with them to find you if you're all over the map. Yep. You know, but, e- but even without beliefs, Joe, what are your beliefs going to cost you? Like, yes, it whether they're defined or not, they're going to cost you something. Well, for whether sure. You realize I, you're a racist or not. There's repercussions for that behavior, right? No, I guess what I'm saying though, is before you post something, before you let the world know, like you, before you let your light shine or whatever that phrase is, maybe you should examine what the repercussions are going to be. No, but so I, think you, I, I think it's got to go even deeper than that, Bobby. Because why are you just posting random stuff? Are you just like just puking out your psychology all over the, the Internet to let people see? Well, guess what? It's going to be ugly. Well, you yeah, and there's going to be a backlash. Like, so like if, if you're if you're concerned about your online image, then you better, in your own mind, at least start taking steps to identify what that image really is and what you do align with. And 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 that's one of the reasons. I mean, I know you're the same. We don't get involved with companies. We don't like their image. Yeah, I've broken off with companies and left money on the table because I don't like their image mm-hmm. that much. Right. So. Yeah, but but understand, then I can't turn around and complain how my paycheck's less. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is just the way it is. Well, think, so. think about this. If, if like, Gerber Baby Food decided that they were going to hire you to be their spokesman, how does that affect the rest of your body of work? 
You know what I mean? Like now, if you're going to go all in with them, you have to change everything you've ever done to try to fit that. It just doesn't align well. See, I actually, I actually look at it a different way. I think there's some huge brand synergy there. Um, I'm, I'm on a mass gain program. I'm trying to get big. Okay. okay. Uh, the baby has doubled his weight and I'm looking at him right now. Hunt baby hunter. He was born at seven pounds in two months. He's doubled his weight. Um, I want to double my weight. So I'm thinking I need some breast milk and some, uh, Gerber baby food. <laughs> and I've actually started, I've actually started drinking Pedialyte too. I'll let you know how this stuff works. <laughs> We're going to have little, little Gerber babies wearing every damn day t-shirts. <laughs> I think I think baby food breast milk. I, and see, it. I see it on the diapers every damn day. <laughs> Me and the baby are fighting over breast milk all the time. Lisa's Lisa's like, hey, where did the where did the baby's milk go? I I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe he got it in the fridge. You just empty bottle. You're just rattling it in her direction. Like, yeah, huh? huh? You topped this off for me. <laughs> I'm actually I'm actually looking at him right now. He's drinking a bottle. I'm like, motherfucker's taking my gains. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> I need to get some of that. But yeah, maybe there could be some brand synergy. So Gerber, if you're listening, hook me up. Um, on that note, Joe, we have we have more bills to pay. All right, let's um, get them paid. 10000 we talk about them a lot, this podcast, but it is a brand I identify with. I really, really like them. I like what they stand for. It's my and my I new favorite their, shirt, I'm going to tell you that right now. Yeah. And I love their better than yesterday slogan. Yeah, like that's, yeah. It was actually funny when I saw that, when I opened the package and it said better than yesterday on it. I'm like... These motherfuckers stole this from my servants because <laughs> I talk about being better than the person you were the day before all the time. So yeah. I I love that they're a great brand. Uh, I I, I like I like their stuff and it's super high quality. So don't wear Lululemon, don't wear Roan, don't get any of that other um, stuff. Stuff I was going to say garbage, but that's uh, insensitive. Don't wear any of that stuff. You want to get ten thousand? Uh, it's nicer anyway. Uh, it's super high quality. Use the code Maximus. 15 get yourself a discount the uh, website is 10,000 all words t-e-n-t-h-o-u-s-a-n-d dot c-c and also get yourself some maximus shoes from lalo tactical lalo.com use the code maximus 20 and uh, of course sign up for the inner circle the maximus podcast.com buy yourself a membership and talk to us there and if you are on the inner circle you are listening to this podcast let's discuss Start putting up the posts. Let's talk about this offline. Last of-